And yet another, uh, well, I mean, it, you know, it's gorgeous. Very brisk Tuesday night in Kansas gorgeous. City. That gorgeous. means it's gorgeous is the right word. <laughs> 60 minutes of music from the 816 and surrounding area codes. We've got a special guest in the studio tonight. How are you doing over there, Chris Aguirian? I'm good. Thank you, uh, Sarah. Thanks for uh, trekking in today from uh, Lawrence, Kansas, to oh, yeah. be on our show. How, you've been back here for like 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, <something>? basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a special guest on the show today. You may have heard him laughing right there. We've already had a moment on the show. We were just reading through the songs we're going to play <laughs> and had to call an audible. Uh, yes. David George is joining us. A uh, oh, long-time yeah. long Kansas City musician who's done and played everywhere. He's played with so many different people. Um, I'm going to sort of turn this into a David George storyteller show. Oh, okay. where, um, <laughs> Yay. I, I, I so often find myself like, you know, in the corner telling the stories. I'm going to let David George tell stories today. Um, uh, you just guide me. I will, I will lead you. <laughs> he's joining us. He has a brand new record coming out called Lesson of Love. It's coming out Friday, February 23rd. A big album release show down at Record Bar at 1520 Grand. Um, also on the bill are the Squids. Dan Jones and the Squids. Dan Jones. And then who's and the other pro- Edison Lights. Edison Lights. We've played nice. their music on yeah. the show before. So thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Um, this is the first time you've been on this show. Yes. You've been yes. on I've the bridge. You did a 909 session. Yep. Did a 909 session. Did mm-hmm. a Christmas. Yeah, I've been a few times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think my name's on the wall. So I think it, it was like one of the first five on that wall. I think that is true. What he's referencing, that as accurate. this is radio, uh, in our <laughs> studio, we have... Oh, there, you're right there. Um, we have there musicians who come into our studio and play Sign Our Wall. So everybody from Casey Musgraves to Fudge on Misty to Frightened Rabbit to David George are scribbled all over our wall. So sometimes if you see a photo from our studio and it looks like, man, they need to paint. Uh, <laughs> it's really cool graffiti from musicians from all around the world. Yeah, um, There's Kaleo and the Struts, British and uh, Iceland. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool space. Someday, Someday it'll be turned into be... a really cool website. It is. Yeah. Uh, if I, I gotta learn how to make a website first. But <laughs> <laughs> um, So before we jump into the David George world, shows to give some love to coming up uh, tomorrow night, uh, I'm excited. Tyler, the creator, and Vince Staples are at the Midland. Uh, we were lucky to have Vince Staples play middle of the map back in 2016. Unfortunately, we were a little early on Vince Staples, and he blew up about five months later, thanks uh. to a, a video of his that went very viral. Um, you can Google Vince Staples and viral and find what I'm talking about. It's a good time if you're looking for some a fun way to spend 12 minutes on YouTube. Um, but that's tomorrow night at the Midland. Uh, the 20th, February 20th, I'm really excited. Ani DeFranco is back yes. in town. And then, of course, next week's show is going to be all about one of the greatest events that happens in this city. Uh, this is the fifth year. Uh, and then that, now it will become a, a tradition, the Kansas City Folk Festival, uh, spinning off of the Folk Alliance International Conference, February 14th to 18th. We're going to focus on February 18th, the Sunday event, 10 to five, uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., on four stages in the Westin Crown Center, uh, Kelly Hunt, uh, Kelly Hunt with One E, the bluegrass musician, the Americana Act, will be joining us and playing live in studio, as she's one of the 25-ish acts playing that event. You can find out everything about the Kansas City Folk Festival at kcfolkfestival.com or go through folk.org, and you'll get there. Um, did you catch any shows lately, Sarah? <laughs> I just like to ask. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, you David know, George. Like you catch any shows recently? No, no. I I been playing some shows. Uh, yeah, I was in New York, and then it's it's. I'm spending so much of my personal money going back and forth to New York that I have to work all the time at my other job. Yeah, my non musician Your Clark you, Kent job. My Clark yes. Kent job. I'm a reporter for the the Daily Lydia, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, yeah, I've worked so much. Like, and, and when I get off, it's like I'm so burned out that my, I, I, I even have spare clothes with me to go to a show. Yeah, and I can't make it. Right. And the one show I was gonna try to, I can't even remember what it was. It was sold out by the time I got there. So you, you were, you grew up in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and you've been a, a working musician for a long time, and yep. you lived in LA for a long time, a couple times. And uh, my memory of my first night meeting you. David George (laughs) was at the brick. Yeah. And it was a Midwest Music Foundation event. 
and I believe it was a fundraiser for South by Southwest. And I don't from Midco's takeover. Yeah. And I think you'd wandered into the room or out, but I know I was leaning against the bar and you, I don't know, started talking to me and you said something like, what is this? Like, what am I at? And I was like, well, we're taking the bands to South by Southwest. And it was like, you, you were sort of seemed overwhelmed <laughs> by what was happening because it was a new thing and you'd been gone for a while yeah, and you'd come home and then maybe, uh, MMF hadn't, wasn't around then. And now it exists and it's building this cool thing at South by Southwest showcasing Kansas city musicians from on a world stage. Yeah. Uh, 2,200 bands play down there over five days and, uh, more than 2,200 probably. And a bunch of them from Kansas City are down there playing as well. But I remember that night because I remember, you know, you'd, you'd seen it before, the, the Kansas City community. And then I feel like maybe since then it's been a, a bit of a different direction. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. 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 Anything you want to speak to that? To well, marvel I, with I, me? I, yeah. I, I do remember, I think I was talking to Tim, Tim Finn and he either introduced us or guided me to talk to you. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. And... The thing I noticed that blew me away was just all this um, camaraderie? camaraderie of helping each other out. Because when I left Kansas City to move to L.A. in 2004, it was kind of the end of that scene. All the big bands at that time were kind of fit. The Kansas out. City sound. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Shiners, the Season of Risk, sure. the Molly Maguires became Gunfire, my band, Moaning Lisa. We all kind of faded out. And when I came back, I didn't know if there's much going on and I was just re-immersing myself into the scene mm -hmm. um, as a solo artist and that's when I s saw that and I'm like wow and just seeing everybody pull together and I remember that 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 next morning I was so jealous that all these people <laughs> were getting in vans during a snowstorm to go to Austin do you was remember that it, it was snoring snoring it was <laughs> uh, it was snowing it was like 2011 was it 11? 2011. And I remember everyone was leaving like that that Thursday or Wednesday. Whatever. I remember I remember a big snowstorm because that was the night that Alabama Shakes and Michael Kiwanaka were supposed to play at the Uptown on Sunday. And we were leaving on Monday. So the, sh the show got delayed because they got stuck in Denver or something. So they moved it to Monday. So I never got to see them. Oh. Didn't get to see it. Still, yeah. I've never seen Michael Kiwanaka. He's got to be like the top three acts spot on, on the bridge. Love. Yeah. But um, so I remember that. Yeah. I remember that night. Well, I don't know why. Yeah, I, was I don't just, remember that's, my that's crazy, eh? origin stories with so many people, but I remember my origin story <laughs> with David George. Um, I'm glad I left somewhat of an impression. <laughs> and hopefully it was positive. Again, David's joining us. He has a brand new EP coming out called Lessons of Love. It comes out on Friday night, February 23rd, with a big celebration, big album release show at the Record Bar downtown at 15, 20 grand. Uh, in a few seconds before we play the song, tell yeah. us a little bit about this record. Where do you record it at? I am so happy with this record. Uh, Pat Tomek from the Rainmakers and yes. I, awesome. he offered to play some drums. We were going to just do some d demos, and then it just started sounding so good. And I built, I, this is my 30P. First one was very acoustic and very, you know, simple. And the next one, a little bit bigger band, and then I just do all this the is massive. This is This is huge. And I, I made up a word when I was writing about it. Yeah. I said... I said, tell us about your EP. To me, it's your loudest, largest, biggest bandist, Band uh, as biggest in big bands. Like bombastic. it sounds, just it does. It's really big and loud and full. Yeah, but and not loud in a like a like burn your ears out loud. No, it's, not metal. But it sounds big. like there's twelve people on stage. Yeah, yeah. is there twelve and people? No, on? there's three horns, um, drum, bass, and guitar, and then uh, the amazing Shanna Jones, who's a Kansas City rep theater um, okay. performer. Uh, she sings on this, and oh my God, she just she slays it. Um, and the horns were arranged by Bob Malone, who is John Fogarty's uh, keyboardist. That's the name He's actually my music director in the Christmas show in New York. That's a whole other story. And we'll talk more about John uh -huh. Fogarty in a minute, but why don't we play a song? Please. Let's play the title track to the record, Lesson of Love, again featuring Shana Jones. And if you like what you hear, when you like what you hear, yeah. you can catch it February 23rd at the Record Bar. Here's David George.
brand new music from David George. It's called <laughs> Lesson of Love, the title track to his brand new record. Out on Friday, February 23rd, playing a big show that night at Record Bar to celebrate the release of the album. Will it be on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you all get the, digital all music the places, yeah. that day? Yeah. David George is joining us live in studio where we're about to begin a name drop session. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that. That was a great song, by the way. Those session. vocals. Thank you were right. Yeah, yeah Shanna's. Oh you my guys. God. That was very nice. It's a great song. Thanks. Uh, let's go back in time a little bit. Okay. Back to when Zar Bar existed downtown across the street from New Record Bar. Yeah. Um, you were working there one night, mm-hmm. and I was there, and it was. I wasn't a lot of people there. Me and you chilling, I guess. Yeah, was... And you threw on a record. And I was like, what is this? And I said, this is the new David Gray record. And you're like, no, it's this band from Colorado. I'm supposed to open for him next Sunday night at the at the Riot Room. And he's like, they're called the Lumineers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, I forgot I about like, that story. Really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think it's sold out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, who is this? What is this band? And I remember it was like April 29th or yeah. something. Uh, and... Because we tried to book them later uh, for another event, and those guys, you know, just skyrocketed. They played that show at they the Riot exploded. Room, and, and I got to meet them after the show, signed a record, and they were really nice people. And then, of course, they came back and they blew up instantly. And then uh, they played Sprint Center last year, but I remember that no, night so weird. so so much. I'm like I, I said, is this the new David Gray? I'm like, no, it's this band from Denver called the Lumineers. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, so that's one story yeah. of the name dropping. Um, I wanted to talk about Fogarty. Okay. Uh, you 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 went out with him for a long time as his guitarist, uh-huh. toured this country and Canada. You got to do Leno and Letterman and uh, The View. View. T- tell me a story that you haven't told yet. Oh, That's go. Man, go. <laughs> um, and putting you on the spot now. So I, I, got, I met Barbara Walters. Um, that nice. was one of, her last, one of her last shows. I can't remember if it was exactly the last show. But um, I, J- Jason Sudeikis, local Kansas yeah. City hero, was on the same show. Wow. So we... We took a picture and we're talking. We all knew the guys from the Creature Comforts. This is 14, 2014? 2000, no, this is 2012. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, this is 2012. Can you believe that's been six years already? Wow. It's... It feels like just yesterday. But So I get done talking to Jason and I had like, like a, um, I, I hit my guitar or something on my nose. And so I had this cut and I was looking for makeup department to put something on it. And I walked into the wardrobe room and the, this woman's like, looks at me like can i help you i go um yeah i got this do you know where i can go to get my nose fixed and, she, and barbara <laughs> walters is standing right there she goes it ain't gonna help you son i'm like oh hi hi wow. Ms. walters nice day. she goes she goes i'm just kidding makeup down the hall i'm like wow i just had a run in with barbara walters and then That's right a good barbara walters yeah <laughs> and then right after that i got in the elevator and um she goes hold the door and hold the door it's whoopi goldberg wow and she goes Hey, how you doing? And she's everybody was super nice, and that was like a really cool moment. So that's awesome. Yeah. Did you get to meet Letterman? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Letterman. Um, that was probably. I mean, we did Leno later. Um, we had to reschedule Leno. Um, but I've always. I mean, just to play the Ed Sullivan Theater. Right. Regardless of who. I mean, Beatles. It's Beatle territory. Elvis territory. It's like famous, and. We're on this stage, and I'm having a rough day. I just literally got out of the hospital two weeks earlier. I had That's when I, I had ah. pancreatitis, and I lost all this weight, and I was really kind of weak, and I'm here in New York running all over this giant city, and we're here, and we do it, and I gave one of the worst performances ever, and I got, I got ringed for it. But anyhow, that's, that's the next story. Um, but uh, at the end, you know, it's a small, small stage. At least it was then. I don't know what they did with Colbert, but... Um, He's got to come through where I'm standing to leave, to the stage exit is sure. right behind me. And I didn't expect to shake his hand or say, hey, great job. But he shakes John's hand sure. and says, hey, and shakes Shane, John's son's hand and says, hey. He's walking right at me, looking right through me. And I'm going, what do I do? What do I, where do I go? And I'm like, I can't go anywhere. He plowed right through me like I didn't exist and then wow. came back through. And I'm like, wow. And he was just, I mean, I don't have any ill thoughts of the guy. Sure. It's just that moment just 
solidified everything anyone has ever said about Letterman. He's, he's just he is what he is, and he you could tell he was at the end of his his rope. He was done. Yeah. He'd already done that thing for thirty years or whatever, and he was just like done. I still love so, him. Yeah, well, his him. show on show uh, HBO was great. Uh, we're hanging out tonight with David George here on the eight one sixty on ninety point nine the bridge. Thanks for tuning in. He's got a new album coming out on February twenty third. We played the title track to it already. We were gonna play another song, but David says a bad word in it, I, I and we can't a couple do bad that. words. Well, one bad word over, over and over, over again. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that on this show. Rated PG eighteen. So, uh, we're gonna skip to the next track, and it's called "That's All Right." All right. Tell us about the song. That's all right. It's a throwaway song where I was. <laughs> what? Buy the album, everyone. No, no. What I mean Buy is like. Buy the album. <laughs> no. That's, a way, that's <laughs> well, a way to sell it, Dave. No, it's it literally was one of those songs like Lesson Love like took some effort like I really was striving to get a sound and a vibe right. and the second the last song called Can Somebody Save Me I wrote about an experience of my father when he was twenty and had a really life-changing moment and then that's all right was literally i was sitting there i had this riff kind of i was going for this tom petty feel and then i was like that's all right i was like okay that's it and it was really it popped into my head that's about a guy who's just looking for love and will call up this girl and she's all about yeah yeah no baby no you can do whatever you want it's just you know that's all right and that's all it really so that's what i say that's what it's about there it is Here's brand new music from David George. It's called That's All Right. Yeah. Sinking, and I am standing on the ground. 
you swimming in your shark skin suit like a hot shot celebrity. Trust me, baby, I'm telling the truth. Thank you for pleasing me. Don't tell me. Thursday, May 3rd, Knuckleheads in support of The Bridge presents a special solo show with Alejandro Escovito. I miss my friend with the heartbeat smile. Alejandro Escovito. Tickets for Alejandro Escovito are available online at knuckleheadskc.com. Andro Escovito, Thursday, May 3rd at Knuckleheads, in support of the bridge. And that was David George's music we heard before the Alejandro spot. You should probably go to that show. Uh, the song we heard was called That's All Right from David George's brand new record uh-huh. out Friday, February 23rd, <laughs> with a big rec- uh, celebration that night at Record Bar. His uh-huh is uh, him joining us live <laughs> in studio. Uh-huh. That's all right. It's another show where I wish we were recording... Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they're <laughs> ingrained so into your brain stories. right now. <laughs> we just heard a story about Steven Seagal, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> well, you guys were enjoying that song. Uh, yeah. Um, so far, we've talked about Fogarty. We've talked about Letterman and Leno. We talked about you opening for the Lumineers, this little band from Denver back in 2012. Um, I want to hear about Michael Jackson. You did. You worked with Michael Jackson in some capacity. When I lived in LA, I was I worked in film and did. I was a PA for many years and worked for producers and whatnot. And then I became a video assist operator, where you literally plug in a monitor and a VCR and you help the director and people out so they can watch back what they just shot. Some millennial just said, "What's a VCR?" VCR, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, I was recording what the camera was, what the film camera at the time. Now they're all digital. I, I've been so far out of the business, but. Um, Michael Jackson was shooting an extended video, kind of like Thriller. It was called Ghost, and it was all in the premise of like this giant mansion, um, like haunted mansion, like Disneyland, because you know he's a big Disneyland. Freak. Yeah, yeah. So I was brought on as the second assistant video guy, and my job was basically to move a monitor around. So Stan Winston, the legendary um, guy who d- created Alien and Predator, all those creatures, yeah, yeah. was directing this, and Michael was the star. And so I got to move it around for Michael and everything. So my first day, um, and the whole story is kind of this, kind of like Michael's story. It's like these kids love going up to this haunted mansion to hang out with the ghost and dance and play, and the ghost is Michael Jackson. Meanwhile, the principal's freaking out and wants to take the, all the parents and everything to destroy this monster. We're going to go get him. Burn the tiki torches. Let's go. And, and so they get up there, and all of a sudden, they, everybody falls in love with the uh, the with Michael, the ghost, and then the principal gets run out of the uh, mansion, but chased by a demon or something. So, so first thing in the morning, we're shooting all the shots on the principal, and he's this big white guy in like a fat suit, and he's an actor, and I'm just like, he's got like fat gloves and you know big jowls and. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who the actor was. And so we kind of laugh and joke throughout the day. And then lunch comes around. And and uh, first assistant director who kind of runs the set goes, all right, that's lunch, everybody. When we get back, we'll be with Michael. I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Thinking, all right, I go to lunch, and I come back, and we're sitting there, and then we're, everybody comes, and then Michael comes in. Like, wow, oh, my God, it's Michael Jackson. This is awesome. He sits down, and he's right there watching the camera, and he just moves, and, and he keeps trying to, like, joke with me and I'm like and the fight goes why, why aren't you talking to me David and I go well um I don't want to bother you but we've been talking all day you've been making fun a lot. I was like what and he's like you didn't know that was me and I go well 
Oh no, you're the you're the the guy in the Oh no, did I say anything wrong? And I'm freaking out. I've got Michael Jackson here who I didn't realize was this guy in the fat suit. Yeah. Whew. No. I really got to see this video, Ghost. No. Yeah. Is it anywhere? It's, yeah. it's on YouTube. It's like a 30-minute oh, wow. movie, and there's a making of, which I'm in just a little bit. You can see, like, my you know hair. So I know it yeah. was me. But um, the thing about Michael, though, that made it harder is because at that point, he was – so this is – I don't remember what year this is. Mid-'90s. Um, his nose was just – it looked like it was fake. Uh, it was yeah. just a little pointy thing that looked like he like, – put it on at night or during the day to show people that he had a nose and you looked at it like you just, it's like you know when you look at somebody you're kind of looking at everything now you look right at that nose and you just want to <laughs> pluck it off and but he was the nicest guy and, and and that was towards the end of all that that child endangerment stuff that was going on the parents suing him and right. the, and I, I really think the guy got the shaft because I think I think he had some physical and emotional issues because of growing up who he did he just thought he was a kid forever and he was standing right next to me the whole time he was like my best friend for like two days (laughs) that was cool but i almost just ruined it (laughs) well you've been listening to name dropping time from (laughs) david george it's not him i i've induced this i wanted this uh, in my notes but um so we like to do a session a section on the show uh where we invite musicians to answer the same seven questions this is the first time you've been on in our fourth year and uh, so I wanted to ask you the same Why seven questions. <laughs> I don't know. Weird Sorry. things. He, you've been on the bridge. I've you just asked. haven't been I on the 860. You have asked. Yeah. And it worked this time. No, you I'm sent not, a text. I'm and not going to push. I'm just like, when time's right, right now is the time. I have a great record. I'm yes. Yes. Now. Again, he's here to promote his brand new record coming out Friday, February 23rd. Playing a big show at the record bar that night, 1520 Grand downtown. And then the album will hit digital everything that day yes. as well. Did you bring notes for this, or are you just going to no, rock? I'm going to rock it. Okay. I, I, yeah. Seven questions. Question number one, David George. What's the first album you remember receiving as a child or buying with your own money? Kiss Destroyer. Question number two. What's the first concert or first local band you remember seeing? First concert, like major band was Heart. I saw them at the Seattle Center, Seattle Forum, Seattle, Seattle Coliseum, like the Beatles played. But this is, uh, yeah, it was Heart. First local band was in Seattle too. It was called, I think they were called The Heat, and I think I, <laughs> I think they were it. called Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is way before Nirvana. Thanks for making me feel real old. I had moved away by that time. Uh, the Heat. Um, question number three for David George. What's your favorite film that has Blue. anything to oh. do with music? <laughs> I, I, Hard Day's Night is always my my go-to music movie. I love Almost Famous, sure. um, just because it's you know I wanted to be in that band. I yeah. love watching Chris Aguirre's eyes sparkle every time someone gives that answer. It's one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever. I, I'm glad you like it because yeah. there's some people. Do you want, there's two versions. There's the yeah, the, I have it. the bootleg version, which yeah. I can't watch the other one anymore because it's it's missing some elements. It's like 30 minutes longer. Yeah, yeah. It's got more uh, PSH, uh, PSH in it. Uh, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman is yeah. in it longer too. Yeah. More Lester Bangs. Yeah, more uh, Lester in Bangs. It exactly. Than, uh, the edit. Uh, question number four for David George. If you could hop on a van or tour bus with any current touring band, who would it be? Cur- current touring band. Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I thought of this when you sent me the, the, the questions. Like you answered them already. And I don't, actually. did I answer this one? I don't, I don't, I don't know think that. I answered this. I know you sent it to me. I thought you wanted to know now so you could talk <laughs> about it. Um, I, would, I would probably say I would like to go with the old, old guys like, like – um, like YouTube, but they're boring. I mean, they're a bunch of guys in individual. <laughs> they don't see a bus anymore. They, right, they don't. Um, and if they do, it's they have all got their yeah, own four SUVs and <laughs> a jet. Right. Yeah. So uh, to scale it back, I, I would probably be. A private jet sounds super boring to me. I don't know. Calling it a private, jet's not even fair. I did it's that. A giant private jet's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, well, you're in the that, band. That, that, yeah, great. that was sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, but there's no stories. You're just up with the. You know. um, probably the band. Um, who was I just thinking about? Rock band, not uh, um, not the str- the struts. Um, they would be fun. They would be fun. Um, yeah, be I, fun. I hung out with them here yeah. Um, yeah, when they were did. on there. Yeah, those. I'd, I'd like to spend time with those guys. I, mean, I think they're, they're. I I I don't like where their music's going. I, I want their, <laughs> I want more out of them. It's they, fun, man. They're fun, I but like them a lot. no, they need more. They need a 
don't know. I I'm got like, to see them on Halloween this year. Happened to be in Louisville oh. and saw them playing over there. It yeah. was a fun time. Just super yeah. nice guys. Oh, so yeah. are you going to go with the Struts? Is that your? I'll go with the Struts. <laughs> okay. But there's this, what's this other young band that just kind of exploded on the scene? That they're like they're from England. Um, Stripes. Remember oh, those guys? Yeah, Stripes. They're kind of a little more bluesy in the Kinks yeah. kind of vein. Yeah. I like them. They're young. Well, they're all. They're not young anymore. They're twenty. <laughs> but they were like 15 when they came through. They the were, yeah, they uh, really were. That was a good band. Yeah. It's still a good band. Uh, question number five for David George. What's a KC band or musician that's heavily impacted you? KC band? Um, well, is there a question about a person or is it the band? I, I remember What's you, a KC band or musician that's heavily impacted I, you? Steve Tulipana, hands yeah. down. He's one of my favorite artists in town. Um, Steve I remember Tulipana, he, you know, it's one of co-owners of Record Bar, and he's in Roman Numerals and Season of Risk, risk. and when he, Squids when and I was their tour manager Bowie for The Shattering yeah. when it came out in 2009 or something, right before I moved to LA. No, 2003, right before I moved. Um, and we basically I was on the road with him for like just two weeks doing a tour of Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, Colorado. And I had the best time hanging out with all those guys. But watching Steve every day just put on this show, he's yeah. probably one of the greatest frontmans that Kansas City's ever had. I think I think Nathan Cor- Corsi is, is another amazing frontman. Um, not a planet. Uh, Enrique. Uh, G. G is of also. Of movies. Yeah. Um, but Steve, I think there wasn't anybody before or after for a while that I was like, I, I wanted to be like him because he just, he owned that stage and... Um, Dwayne Trower on guitar, David Smith on drums, uh, William, uh, uh, William Smith on um, uh, bass, and who else? Wade Williamson played Keys. other guitar, oh. keys and guitar. And but it's almost like they were just like this. I don't want to call them a backup band because they were integral to it. But Steve, almost like he had like the Garth Brooks uh, um, thing that lifted him over the audience. <laughs> you don't remember that? I wasn't like there. Fox TV show, like <laughs> hard to believe, hundred years ago. Um, <laughs> But I, I was like, this guy's amazing. He he commanded attention, and um, it just it and it it really gave me inspiration for what I did. You know, I, I'm I'm not quite the singer performer I was. You know, and I don't think Steve is either. I think we kind of like fall into our groove. Steve still is pretty impactful when he's up there, like the David Bowie tribute. It's I mean, it's yeah, fun to watch yeah, Steve so transition from D- David Bowie to to season of risk. Right. Where it's almost a character. Yeah. Uh, uh, when they open for the Descendants, it's another level. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's always a great time yeah. watching Steve Tulipana on stage. Question number six of seven for David George joining us on the show tonight. What song do you wish you would have written? Ooh. Um. Probably Blackbird. Oh. I cried. I cried when he sang that song at Kemp- uh, Sprint Center. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, last question for David George. Complete this sentence. Without music, I would be nothing. That's a good answer. I'm, it's, I, it's, it's straightforward. I, I thought about that the other day. I was like, what, what do I do if I don't have that? I'm having issues with my thumb. I have arthritis or something, bone spur or something. And I'm like, if I can't play guitar, I don't know what I'm going to do. One-handed guitar? That's kind of weird. Piano, maybe? Hire a guitarist. Play with your teeth. That's not playing. I guess I could play with my teeth. <laughs> um, that's an interesting segue. We're going to play a song by a musician who recently announced his retirement. Uh, yeah. Not to allude to that that could happen. But um, Neil Diamond, you covered a Neil Diamond song. He announced recently that he's going to hang it up. Uh, you covered I'm a Believer. Did you do this for a special project? Yeah, this is for uh, Robert Moore's um, uh, Sonic Spectrum. Oh, when he used to do the, the Sunday night of the month. Yeah, Those it was fun. A, Asked me to do a Neil Diamond tribute. I think it actually happened during South by Southwest that the year I didn't go, or the next year. I think yeah. I can't remember what it was Everyone about that was time. Everybody there. was gone but me. Um, and I did a bunch of like, I this I came across a version of the. I always knew he wrote this song, but I'd never really heard him sing it. And then I came across this one where he was on um, like Jules Holland or something, and he played it, and he plays it in a different key. And I was like. Wow, that's so beautiful. It's not just this rock or pop song that like the monkeys did. Mm-hmm. It had the, it has more meaning. And so um, I remember this, I've had actually someone uh, got married and uh, emailed me and asked me if I, they could have a copy for their wedding. They hadn't even knew, didn't even know I recorded it yet. They just heard it and like, wow, 
That's awesome. So, yeah, that's why. So I decided to put it on that EP when I first got here. So we're going to play that song. We've been hanging out with David George. He has a brand new record coming out on Friday night, February 23rd. Big show at the Record Bar that night. And then he'll be back again at Record Bar on March 2nd. Second. Playing a, as part of a Tom Petty tribute show. Yep. Along with Cody uh, Wyoming, who's in the, the band The Philistines. Yep. And um, But right now we're going to hear Neil Diamond, and then we're going to check the clock and talk to you on the other side. All right. We're going to hear David George. Do Cover Neil that. Diamond. <laughs> 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 yeah, no Neil Diamond on the A160 yet. David George's treatment of Neil Diamond's song, I'm a Believer. David George has been hanging out with us for the show. Thanks for coming in, David George. I like the honor. Thank you for having me. Has a big album release show coming up on Friday night, February 23rd, down at the Record Bar. The song is called Lesson of Love. We played a, few, a couple tracks from it. If you missed it, you can check it out on our archive later, or just head on down to the Record Bar. That's right. Grab yourself a copy and uh, take it home with you. And then again on that day, Friday, February 23rd, it'll be available wherever you listen to digital music. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. This was a great time. I divulged a lot of information that I haven't really brought up in a long time. <laughs> we were talking about Greta Van Fleet a minute ago. Yeah. That's a, a bus you'd like uh, to jump that on. Definitely. Uh, they would crazy kick Brits. me off in a heartbeat, though. <laughs> well, because I don't like, drink anymore. They're probably I'm 19. the old guy. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> I just can't. 
Oh, I've become that guy. I just, that's what I said before he walked in the oh, studio. No. I said, usually I'm that guy. You're that guy. Uh, now tonight, I'm that, that You guy. are that yes, guy. I'm that Welcome guy. to it. I'm still fun, kids. I'm still fun. Come to the show, please. I got cassettes. Bring, bring and we got eight tracks. I got vinyl. Bring your parents. Bring your grandparents. Beta and reel to reel. It's everything. I'm breaking out the megaphone. Thanks for coming in. We're not going to play baby. music from Hello, other people. Okay. Um, we will play the music from other people. Yes. Our friends in the MGDs released a record uh, late last year, and uh, we were big fans of it here at the show. We played some music from it uh, along the way, but we're going to play the song Snakebite uh, from the record Somos Como Somos, which I think we looked that up, and I don't remember what it meant. But uh, they're playing a Mardi Gras party. Why are you laughing? Because I can't remember either, and I made a really big deal out of it. all the eats. Is that what it means? No. I looked it up like three times. Somos, Why como, is it somos? not sticking in my head? It's such a great album name, and it's something, it's a great meeting, and but I can't remember. The MGDs are playing a Mardi <laughs> Gras a party on February 10th down at Broadway Bistro. Broadway Bistro is a brand new venue down at, uh, what is that, 9th and Broadway, right next to the Quaff and uh, Caddy Corner across from the Majestic. Uh, MGDs, I've been playing, playing, I can't talk, they've been playing there quite a bit, actually, and uh, it should be a fun night on February 10th, and, uh, you know, bring the... Mardi Gras, yes, uh, stuff. They always whatever you yeah. guys bring from Mardi it is Gras. It's always a really good show. Whatever you kids do on the Mardi Gras, right, David George? Uh, you know what I'm doing? Hanging out with my wife. Yeah, it's safe. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but the MGDs will be there playing, and I bet you'll hear this song, "Snake Bite" from their brand new record, "Somos Como Somos." We are who we are. Yes. Oh, there it is. There we go. Thank we you. Are who we Thank are. you, David. George. I kind of like eat who we are. eat or eat eat what you eat. <laughs> That's comida. Comida que comida. <laughs> Okay, here's the music from the MGDs. <laughs> the song is called Snake Bite.
Tuesday, February 20th at the Madrid. Mammoth, in support of the bridge, presents Ani DeFranco. Ani DeFranco. Tickets for Ani DeFranco are available through Ticketmaster.com. 800-745-3000. Quick, someone call the girl police and, and file the report. Ani DeFranco, Tuesday, February 20th at the Madrid, in support of The Bridge. The Bridge is listener-supported. Become a sustaining member at bridge909.org. called Why God Why. That's the letter Y, God, the letter Y. The song is called All Day. It's a single that came out late last year. I was sent a demo of one of their new songs, and I didn't know that it was a brand new song, and I was going to play it, and then I was, found out it wasn't even mastered, so I was like, well, let's go to iTunes. And I played one of their old songs called All Day. 
Uh, and old, I mean, like four months. <laughs> <laughs> Way back. Digging in the catalog. <laughs> They're playing a gig coming up on Friday, February 16th at the Record Bar, along with Pink Royal, uh, The Fae. The Fae used to, they changed their name. They used to be a band called AZP out of, um, are they out of Council Bluffs, Iowa, or Omaha? Somewhere up there. They're a really fun band. And then an- another band we've played here several times on the show, Fathers. Uh, really good music. Um, look forward to it's a good bill record bar february 16th and again that was why god why who will have a new single coming out soon and now hopefully we'll get to play that for you david george didn't leave and uh he's been hanging (laughs) out with us for the show (laughs) he he did try but um we were going to play a new song from gracie schramm it comes out on valentine's day so we're going to play it next tuesday on the show and uh, we're going to end the show with music from a young musician another young musician named lily detay or detayi I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, Lily. But before that, David George wanted to mention something else. Oh, wow. You just both looked at me at the same time. And I'm like, spotlight. Uh, spotlight, yeah. Darkened room. No, I was just. Uh, um, you mentioned it earlier out. in the yeah, show. I was give a shout out to my partners in New York, who I'm hope, I hope are listening online because I sent them the link. But uh, <laughs> very excited about um, the Christmas show that. I started here called Christmas Santa Drag. Yeah, but you've been going to New York. How going come? back and forth in New York to, uh, we're hoping, it's about 90% sure that we'll be doing it at the Cutting Room in New York City, uh, November, December 2018, which is this year. That so, is awesome. Yeah. So we don't have any, the cast is, I can't announce anybody. I can't tell mo- any more than I can right now, but um, uh, I have an amazing director lined up who used to be a partner with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Who oh, wow. Um, he's part of the public, not public, private theater in New York, which is a great theater company. He's the artistic director. And uh, Bob Malone's going to be my music director from Fogarty's band. Wow. And, um, yeah, big band rock and roll. It's, it's, All it's the name drops That's today. awesome. Go back and every I time uh, somebody that you, you say has a Grammy or an Oscar, take a shot uh, yeah. and listen to the show. Um, and uh, you're going to be a mess. Let's see. Uh, I, Bruce Willis sat in a car with Bruce Willis. We did uh, <laughs> Last Man Standing. Um, I went... I went to Bruce Willis's birthday party at, really? at, at Jerry. I got to talk about this Jerry's young musician. <laughs> Lily Detay, brand new music was sent to me uh, to my email address. She has a new EP that came out at the end of last year. This is a good sentence. The precocious pianist and singer-songwriter performs with the maturity and depth that one might not suspect from a 19-year-old playing what seems mostly like sprightly pop music from its outermost shell. Nice. It's a big sentence. Yeah, so who wrote that? I was going to say, who wrote that? <laughs> yeah. um, not me. A publicist. <laughs> Love that. The song is called Downgrade. It's from her EP, which is titled The EP. If you like what you hear, you can find it on iTunes and Spotify. And you can also catch her on Friday night, February 17th. I have now put two different dates on Friday. I've said Friday, February 16th, and Friday, February 17th. I am a liar. 17th <laughs> is on a Friday. The 17th, she's going to be I at the Westport Saloon. You can catch her there. And then uh, I promise next week. And we're Valentine's play, on a Tuesday? We're going to play the new Gracie Strand music next week. Also joining us next week is Kelly Hunt. And we're going to talk all about folk, the Kinsey Folk Festival. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, David George. Thank you. Thank you, David George. Love you guys. Here's, movie, here's music from Lily Tate.